Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. Family, I'm coming here with a quick word because I was driving down the street and it, it just it just came to me, you know, come feed the sheep. So I'm here feeding the sheep, okay? And family, I want to talk to you all about your faith and your works because a lot of people will say, oh, I'ma just, I'ma just um, give that to God. I'ma just pray to God. And yes, God, you only can, you know, your faith pleases God. But what about the works though? Like, what about your works though? Like, do you go and you, do you say, God, here it all goes? And do you wait for instructions or do you say, here, God, here it go? And then you like whining and crying to him when the situation is just becoming horrible before your face is what I want to say. Like, you ever, let me give you an example. Like, you be like, Lord, I need help with this bill. But like, okay, the faith was, yes, that you pray and you know that God can can help you. But where's the works? Like, what, what did you ask God for direction? Did you ask him how to go about it? God, what do I need to do? What, 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 what is it that we got to do, Lord, right? Or do you just be like, oh, I'm just giving it to God. And you just throw your bills in the pile of the other bills. You get what I'm saying? Or like, what about with your children? Because I, I hear a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to just have to get this child to the Lord because this child be acting up. Okay, your faith is that God can um, minister to that child, but where's your works at? Where's the works of it? So first, I want to take you to James. Don't hear me take you out the car, Mount. That's because I'm in my car. Let's go to um, James chapter 2. Um, and let's go to verse 18. Oh, hold on, hold on, okay. Let's go up a little. Let's go to verse 17. So you see, faith by itself, it, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, okay, we got to start at verse 14 because I need you to get this breakthrough, okay? What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can, can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing and you say, goodbye, have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing, what good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now, someone may argue some people have faith. Others say I have others say have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith for you believe that there is one God good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. How foolish can you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see his faith and his actions work together. His actions made his faith complete. 
And so it happened just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was called the friend of God. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. Mm, mm, that was a banger right there. Because some people be like, oh, I'm just handing it over to God. But where's your deeds though? Like, where are the deeds at though? Like, where's your good deeds at though? Like, I... I I got to identify your tree by these fruits. So where is the fruits? Where is the deeds? What are you doing? How are you putting God's word into action? How are you doing that? Right? So I want to take you real quick to Deuteronomy chapter six. Um, and it says, these, so it says a call for wholehearted commitment. There are, these are the commands, decrees, and regulations that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. You must obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. And you and your children and your grandchildren must fear the Lord your God as long as you live. If you obey all his decrees and commands, you will enjoy a long life. Then all will go well with you and you will have many children in the land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestor promised you. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. So first I want to take you to, it says, listen closely, Israel, and be careful to obey. You have to hear the word of God. And once you hear the word of God, you have to obey the word of God. You have to do what God tells you to do. You feel me? You got to go to the places God tells you to go to. You have to put to action the, the things that God says to do. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Many women want to be a wife, but how many can say they are Proverbs 31? I ain't saying you can't get there. I'm not saying that you're not. But I'm just saying, a lot of people want to skip over that part. You want to skip over the part that you got to be a Proverbs 31. Because in Proverbs 31, it says her husband can trust her. How many of y'all can say your husbands can trust y'all? Can y'all even trust yourself? And I don't mean it in a prideful way. It's your husband should be able to trust you because he knows you have a relationship with the Lord. That's what that means. Because let me tell you something. I don't trust myself, but I trust the Jesus that lives in me. That's what I trust. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. You, it, it is, you got to put to action what the word of God says. You can't just read it and not go do it. You get what I'm saying? That's why Jesus said these was these signs will follow those that believe because there's things that will follow you when you believe in the word of God. You get what I'm saying? But I want to go down and it says back to verse five and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul and all your strength and you must commit yourself wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today I'm sorry because I'm sitting in my car and my kids is playing outside and I had seen somebody walk up 
So I, I sent it out my uh, rear view, right? So I was like, who that? Because I thought somebody was trying to roll up on my babies. But we good. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Sorry. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about the. It, it says repeat them again and again to your children. Repeat them again and again to your children. To your children. It's not just, oh, I'm going to give these kids that God, God, Jesus going to have to fix it. No, Jesus gave you those children so he can minister your to your child through you. You get what I'm saying? You can't be a lazy parent. You can't be. You are to tell your children about God. You are to teach your children the commands of God. You, God gave them to you. I was talking to my kids earlier, right? And I was telling them it's so important to know what your gifts and talents are. Because even when I was younger, I always just thought I was strange. I thought I was weird because I always could operate a level into my gifts. I'm not saying like how I can, how the Lord um, shows shows up in my gifts now but you've always had your your gift you always had it you always had at least one of your gifts when you were younger that's what i believe because i know i did okay and it's important to teach your child that they are not a part of this world because the world will make your child think that their gift is is wrong or is weird or they'll try to pervert your child's gift you get what i'm saying you get what I'm saying? That's why a lot of these people, you'll see them, they started off in church singing in choir. And then next thing you know, they in the industry getting pimped out because their gift got perverted. Can we talk today? It says, um, talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. It says, talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. You have to eat, sleep, and breathe Jesus. You got to teach your kids to eat, sleep, and breathe Jesus. One thing that I always will tell my children is that I cannot be everything that you want me to be because I am flawed. But let me tell you, Jesus, Jesus is everything that you've ever wanted. Everything you've ever wanted is in Jesus. You get what I'm saying? Hold on. Here come my son. Here come my son. Hold on. Can I have the key so you can go to the bathroom? All right. Give me a second. I'm recording, okay? Okie doke. Here. Can you unlock that door? Sure. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. I'm sorry. He ran up and I had to answer him, okay? I'll be real with y'all. It says, um... Tie them to your hands and wear them on your foreheads as reminders. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. The Lord your God will soon bring you into the land he swore to give you when he made a vow to your ancestors. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it is a land with large, prosperous cities that you did not build. The houses will be richly stocked with goods you did not produce. You will draw water from sisters you did not dig, and you will eat from vineyards and olive trees you did not plant. When you've eaten your fill in the land, be careful not to forget the Lord who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. You must fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold on. When you take an oath, you must use only his name. Hold on, family. My kids are struggling with them keys. Hold on, quick. 
Okay, family, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had to help him out because he said he had to go to the bathroom. And I just didn't want to have to clean up no mess. So it's, um, let's go to, back to verse 12. Be careful not to forget not to forget the lord who rescues you from slavery in the land of egypt you must fear the lord your god and serve him will you take an oath you must use only his name you must not worship any of the gods of neighboring nations for the lord your god who lives among you is a jealous god his anger will flare up against you and he will wipe you from the face of the earth you must not test the lord your god as you did when you complained at manasseh you must diligently obey the commands of the lord your god all the laws and decrees he has given you do what is right and good in the lord's sight so all will go well with you then you will enter and occupy the good land that the lord swore to give your ancestors you will drive out all the enemies living in the land, just as the Lord said you would. In the future, your children will ask you, what is the meaning of these laws, decrees, and regulations that the Lord our God has commanded us to obey? Then you must tell them, we were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with his strong hand. See, the Lord is speaking because, family, we are living in a time where the Lord, he told me when I was walking back to my car, and I said, and he said, tell my people we're going into the land, and we occupying the land. We are taking over this land. Hallelujah. And you getting things that you did not even work for. Things that you didn't even work for, I'm giving it to you. Okay? But don't forget me. Do not forget him. And it says it in this verse. Don't forget God in this land. When you get your fill of this land, you better not forget him. He is the Lord your God who brought you out of captivity, who brought you out of slavery. You get me? It says the Lord did miraculous signs and wonders before our eyes, dealing terrifying blows against Egypt, Pharaoh, and all his people. You go and you and when you get when you get into your land and you standing in your land, you tell your children it is your job to minister to your child. It is your job as a parent to minister to that child the word of God to tell your children your testimony you hear me your children are little souls too and if it says train the word says train a child up okay in the Lord because I'm gonna say in the Lord train your child up in the Lord and when they get older they won't they won't depart from it but if you aren't training your child up in the Lord and you training your child up in this world, they're not going to depart from this world. They're going to, um, what is that little boy holding in his hand, y'all? Hold on, fam. Hold on. Why do they do this to me? Hold on. My bad, family. My bad, my bad. I just, I just, I be telling him, right? He stay outside playing. Don't bring your toys, a whole bunch of toys out here. Because if you lose track of something and then the neighborhood kids come out here and then they playing with your stuff, you're going to be mad when you see them playing with your stuff. So then what does he do? He goes and gets a plethora of things because he thinks I'm not watching him, but I'm still watching him as I'm talking, you know? But what I was, what we was talking about before I had to put you on hold was that, it is 
our job as parents to minister to these little souls. These are little souls. Even if you don't think that your child is listening, you are speaking to within them. You are speaking to their spirit man. You feel me, family? You are speaking to within them. Hold on, fam. 